Welcome to the Worthy Mother Podcast, where we discuss all things identity, self-compassion, and fulfillment within and beyond motherhood. I'm Emily Rose Hardy, a mindset and self-love coach for moms. I am a firm believer that to be able to take care of our children, we must take care of ourselves first. This is not a parenting podcast. No, this is a podcast where we will challenge the societal expectations of what it means to be a mom, demystify the perfect mom myth, and learn to love ourselves. You are worthy, mama. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Worthy Mother Podcast. It's Emily and I am so happy to be sharing this episode with you today. It is a solo episode and I am usually recording episodes a little bit in advance of when they'll be released. And so this one I am recording in like mid-late February and there's just been a lot going on. And really there has been a lot going on since like, I don't like, November, right? (laughs) Between the kids being sick, um, just a bunch of holiday things going on at the end of the year. There was some wild weather at the beginning of the year that was just a lot. I've had quite a bit of work being done for clients in my instructional design business, which has me working really more than I have since I left my teaching job, so on and so forth, right? (laughs) It's been really fun and really fulfilling these last few months, But it also has just been a lot going on. And I also dealt with some mental health things at the end of last year. And so it's just been kind of a lot juggling it all and trying to really take care of my family and myself. So really, this episode comes at a time when I really need to reflect on the fact that I need to take care of myself and that there is no shame in doing that. I feel like a lot of times it's the things like this that just naturally come up for me that other moms can really relate to because they may be going through something similar and they may benefit from the same reminder that I am needing. So maybe you will leave this episode feeling like this is exactly the message that you needed to hear today. So today I'm going to talk about how focusing on yourself positively impacts those around you and how really focusing on yourself is not selfish. Now, I am a huge believer that we must do things for ourselves. Learning that we are worthy of our own love and care and efforts apart from anyone around us is a big part of letting go of guilt and shame for just having needs and working to meet those needs, right? You are worthy of your own focus for you, regardless of how others are impacted. I never want to like perpetuate this message that we should be doing things for ourselves only because those things benefit our kids. I really find that that type of thinking is really just kind of wonky. And if I really get into it, I think about how that message just continues to perpetuate and how our kids will have kids and they feel like they can only do things that benefit their kids, and so on. So it's just a really problematic way of thinking, and it can kind of continue this cycle that is not helpful and really just problematic. But on the other hand, focusing on ourselves and our own care really does have a positive impact on those around us, including our children. And for so many moms, doing things for ourselves can be hard. There's a lot of mental weight that comes along with putting focus into ourselves. So linking the self-care 
to how it benefits others can actually be really helpful when it comes to making the self-care happen. It's almost as though conversations like this can be a tool for prioritizing self-care. It's not a magic fix, right? But it can help us get there. And self-care is so crucial. And so I think that this is a conversation well worth having. So I want to break down a very common cliche that I think demonstrates what I want to talk about very well, and that is the oxygen mask metaphor. On a plane before takeoff, the flight attendants show you how to put an oxygen mask on should it be required. And every single time they say, please secure your oxygen mask before helping others. And for someone traveling with young kids or someone else that they are caretaking for, that means putting the means of survival on themselves first before helping the kind of more helpless. For me, that would be ensuring that I have my mask on before I help my little boys. And for you, it might mean putting your face mask on before assisting your children. And here's the thing. They say this every time we get on a plane. If you are somebody that travels very regularly, you've heard this so many times. It's so repetitive. You're like, okay, I know, I know. But it makes sense, right? Because if you had never heard that you must put the mask on yourself first, like pretend that that wasn't a common thing to say, what would you do in an emergency where the plane lost oxygen and the masks were needed to survive? My guess is that you would put the masks on your children first, right? Like, I mean, I think I would. I think that would just be my natural response. Like, save my kids. Make sure they're going to be okay. But when it comes to it, that is actually not the safest thing to do for me or for my kids. And that's important to know. If I started by putting the oxygen mask on others, then I would become unable to continue assisting due to my own lack of oxygen. If I begin by putting my own mask on, though, then my body is being fed with what it desperately needs. And I can continue to help my kids and anyone else around me who is in need of help. It is in focusing on myself first that I am able to positively impact the lives and maybe even save the lives of others on that plane, right? We cannot be the solution if we are stuck in the problem ourselves. We cannot provide others with oxygen if we are struggling to breathe. We cannot meet the needs of everyone around us if our own needs are going unmet. It's almost as though we have to redefine what it means to be selfish. In the case of the oxygen mask, if we are trying to help someone next to us and there are others who need help, but we don't have the mask on ourselves first, we become weak and are now struggling to help ourselves. We can't continue helping others because we are so self-focused. We are in a selfish state. And that word selfish can be triggering, but really it just means self-focused. We are focused on getting that mask on ourselves now. It may not be purposeful self-focus, or it may be. And it may be absolutely necessary, but regardless of why, we are not helping others. And our worth isn't in how we serve others. But this is to say that if we do want to show up for others, our kids, our partners, our family, our friends, colleagues, anyone, we have to show up for ourselves first. So in a sense, it is showing up for ourselves. That is not the selfish thing to do. It's like we've had it twisted in this way, thinking that our own care takes away from the care of our children. 
but it couldn't be any further from the truth. And that is especially evident when we are struggling. We haven't put the work in for ourselves. We have gone without oxygen for too long. We have gone without oxygen for too long. So how does focusing on yourself positively impact others? Let's get really clear about it. I'm going to kind of cover three different areas. First, we'll talk about how it impacts our kids. When we are focused on ourselves, we show up more, we show up better, we're happier. We have capacity to actually be there for them. It also has impacts on others around us, right? We are more gracious, we are more helpful, we might be more happy, and that impacts people around us. And third, there is a societal impact when we show up for ourselves. We are changing the norm. We are showing others that they too can show up for themselves in a really big way. So starting with our kids, again, it's a place that is so often the easiest place to start. When you are running on fumes, four hours of sleep, (laughs) coffee for breakfast, not knowing when the last time you did something for you was, you probably are not showing up as the best version of yourself. And actually, let me be more definitive with that. If your basic needs aren't being met, you are not, you are not showing up as the best version of yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you always should be the best version of yourself. Like, that's not necessarily realistic. Um, But I'm sure that you would like to be the best version of yourself as often as possible for your kids, right? And that starts with making sure that your needs are met. Focusing on self-care, whether that's getting enough sleep, setting boundaries for your time and energy, eating nourishing food, getting time to yourself, engaging in activities that you're passionate about. It's all the things that are going to allow you to feel more energized and fulfilled. And it will allow you to show up better for your kids, right? You being happier, you feeling more comfortable and well taken care of, and also feeling fulfilled with your life because you are allowing yourself to be you beyond motherhood in whatever ways you desire. It makes you a better mom. You are able to be present with your kids. You're not feeling miserable in your life. And it's all because you've decided to focus on you and what you want. So often we feel like we have to focus everything on our kids and that can feel really miserable and it does not actually benefit them. So filling your cup outside of motherhood, whatever that looks like for you, is actually the thing that will benefit them the most. And it might feel counterintuitive, but it actually makes a lot of sense. But not only does your ability to show up change when you focus on you, but you are also modeling something very important for your kids. When we demonstrate selflessness for our children, even selflessness that is detrimental to our own well-being, we are teaching them that that is the aim. We're their role models, right? They are learning from what we do. So if we are depriving ourselves of really all our attention and care, our kids are taking that in as normal. If on the other hand, we choose to be intentional about taking time for ourselves and doing the things that bring us joy, they are also seeing and learning from that. And they can take that gift with them as they grow and as they become more engulfed in just what is a demanding world they can hold on to the need for self-care as their norm. That is huge. 
And I don't say this to say that if you aren't doing the best with your self-care that you are ruining your children or anything, this shouldn't be from a place of guilt, but it is just important to point out that focusing on our own needs and wants can have this really beautiful impact on our kids because really knowing that can make it more of a priority. So not only are our kids impacted when we show up for and focus on ourselves, but others around us are too. Our partners, our friends, our family members, coworkers, those random people we come across at the grocery store, they get a better version of us. Because again, the way we take care of ourselves impacts the way we show up in our lives. So I'm going to bring up another cliche here, so bear with me. But I think it is worth noting that these cliches are so popular because they really do capture the story well. So here it goes. You can't pour from an empty cup. When your cup is empty, or in other words, you have needs that are not being met and you are drained, however you want to put it, you have nothing to pour into anyone else. Like even if you want to give, there is nothing to give. So if you want to be gracious, if you want to show up with compassion and care, that starts with focusing on you. That starts with giving the same compassion and care to yourself. You have to pour into yourself. You have to. When you are pouring into yourself, doing the things that fill you up, you can show up for your family, your friends, your colleagues, right? It's not that we have to always be giving. And I think that that is the narrative that we get a lot, right? Like, we should always be giving as mothers, as wives, just as women. So I want to be clear and just reiterate that that is not what I'm saying. It's not like, oh, take care of yourself so that you can give, 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 because that's where our worth lies. But at the same time, if focusing on yourself feels selfish, if it feels like no one benefits, you need to know that that isn't true. The impact is so far beyond you. Everyone in your life benefits from you showing up happier, healthier, more fulfilled, more energized. And then think about all the things that you can do for others when you are at your best. And think about the ripple effect that those things have when you are helping fill someone else's cup so that they have more to pour. It's really truly incredible how much impact we can have on other people just by showing up for ourselves. Okay, so there's one final piece that I want to address, and that is how focusing on ourselves can have a greater impact on society. And yes, that can be in those ripple effects I just mentioned, where we show up in a way that benefits others, and then they have more to give. And that is great, right? But there's more to it. And this feels deep to me, if I'm being honest. Like, this part feels really, really powerful. When we choose to focus on ourselves, despite the narratives we have received about being selfless, being martyrs, being self-sacrificing, all those things being the ultimate goal for women and mothers, the choice to do so, the choice to show up for ourselves, shows that there can be a different narrative. When we show up for ourselves, we are showing other mothers that they too can show up for themselves. When we focus on our own well-being without shame, we are inadvertently giving others the permission they may feel they need to do the same. And sometimes it's not even permission, but really just making them aware that that choice is even there in the first place. 
Some women may have only ever seen the women in their lives sacrifice for others. That may not only be the norm, but literally all they know. When we focus on ourselves and don't hide it, when we are unashamed about choosing self-care, we are creating a new normal. It's as simple as this. When a mom sees me putting my needs first, she sees that that is an option for herself. She sees someone who is choosing not to sacrifice herself for everyone else and who is benefiting from that. And she sees that possibility now. And maybe the next time she's struggling, she may have a bit more grace with herself. Or maybe before she gets to that point, she may say, hey, you know what? I need to make time for me. I need to care for myself. And maybe she'll ask for help or make changes in her schedule to make sure that self-care is happening in the first place. Like, wow. How impactful. Because then she is modeling that for her kids and the people around her. And she is showing up differently because she has more to give. Other moms may see her choosing herself and realize that they can as well. Like it doesn't stop. It's so, so powerful on this really grand level. Focusing on yourself can truly change the world. And I'm not being dramatic by saying that. Like it is so, so true. So if you sit with that for a moment, when we frame that self-focus is not only not selfish, but it's something that is really changing the world for the better, having this impact so far beyond us, how permission-giving is that? How inspiring is that? Like to feel that by focusing on yourself, you are making this impact on others and on the world. So just to sum it all up, Focusing on yourself and your needs and your desires, it has this impact on your children, the people around you, and really on society at large. It is nothing to feel selfish about. So I want us to start shifting this narrative. Before we completely wrap up, I want to encourage you to find a way to check in with yourself at least daily to make sure that you are somewhat focused on you and that you are ensuring that your own needs are being met. So some ideas for how you can do this, these are just easy ideas. Um, And of course, if there's something different that works for you, great, but these are great starting points. Maybe it's journaling once a day. I know not everyone has a ton of time to do this, um, but even if you're, you know, leaving a voice note as a journal entry on your phone, spending a minute doing that or, you know, five minutes in the morning to just kind of write out how you're feeling. Getting that out can be really powerful. Another way to do it is just to intentionally sit alone with your thoughts. So make sure that you've set aside a few minutes a day just to sit in quiet without your phone, without music playing and just check in like, how am I doing? That can alone be so powerful. Maybe you have a check-in system with a friend. You can kind of check in with each other every morning like, hey, how are you doing? And send a little update that allows you to kind of think about what you're feeling and what you need. Um, Sometimes it's in those conversations where we can learn the most about ourselves. Maybe it's going on a walk alone, just having that time to think. Being intentional when you are in the car in the morning before work that you want to check in with yourself like, hey, how am I feeling? What do I need today? Just that intentionality behind the thoughts can be powerful. Or even spending a couple minutes before bed and making sure that however you're feeling, whatever you need, you're able to get it in the next day. And then 
make sure that when you check in with yourself, you are using the information that you gather from that check-in to make decisions about how you spend your time and energy. You deserve so much love and care from yourself. You really do. I am going to leave us with that today. I hope that if this message is something you've been needing to hear, that it will stick with you. Self-care really matters. And if you are wanting to keep thinking about self-care in your own life, I did an episode on self-care tips way back in episode four. So definitely check that out if you are wanting a little bit different take on a similar conversation. If you have felt inspired by the Worthy Mother podcast, one of the best things that you can do is leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. When you write a review, it really helps other moms who may find the show know if it's something that can have a positive impact on their lives and motherhood experiences, and it also really means the world to me. So definitely do that if you are feeling called to. Make sure to take some time for you today. You are Worthy Mama. Worthy Mama.